0: When it comes to video game movies, uh, we've had a pretty shoddy pack, haven't we? Now, there have been some exceptions to this, of course, but there's also been anything made by Uwe Bowl. Yeah, let's just pretend that they don't exist, shall we? However, sometimes, even when a video game movie is utterly terrible, there is just one scene which almost redeems it. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game movie scenes that actually nailed it. Number 10, Arriving in Silent Hill, Silent Hill. Though it ultimately succumbs to a convoluted script, 2006's Silent Hill is probably the most visually accomplished and stylistically reverent video game movie to date. By far, the most impressive and source-faithful scene in the entire movie occurs near the beginning, where protagonist Rose crashes her car and wakes up in the fog-blanketed titular town. As a weary Rose takes her first steps into Silent Hill and soaks in the creepily lifeless streets, it's clear that director Christoph Guns has intently studied the opening sequence from the first video game, which it mirrors with a staggering exactitude. If so many video game movies fail to capture the basic style and tone of the game itself, you certainly cannot say that about Silent Hill. Number 9. Sonic vs. Dr. Robotnik – Sonic the Hedgehog So, Sonic the Hedgehog is one of the most unexpected success stories where video game movies are concerned. Between the character's decreasing relevance in recent years, especially with younger audiences, and how widely loathed this movie's original design for Sonic was, there was little reason to be optimistic. But to their credit, Paramount delayed the film by three months and spent $5 million having the character redesigned to be more source-accurate, and the end result was a film which both tripled its budget at the box office, and scored moderately positive reviews from critics. As much as the fan-serving post-credits introduction of Tails is an undeniable high point, the single best scene must surely be the climactic showdown between Sonic and Dr. Robotnik. The gloriously kinetic set PC, Sonic attempting to outrun a barrage of weaponry from Robotnik, who is, of course, piloting a hovercraft. The pair end up racing across the world, including France, China, and Egypt, before ending back up in the sleepy town of Green Hills, Montana. A wounded Sonic then recovers and defeats Robotnik with his electrified super speed, banishing the villain to a mysterious mushroom planet in the process. Not even the inclusion of pesky human characters could undermine the fact that this thrilling, visually stunning sequence captured the frenetic essence of Sonic far better than just about anybody expected. Number 8. Leap of Faith – Assassin's Creed Considering the talented cast and crew attached, Justin Kerzel's Assassin's Creed is ultimately one of the more disappointing video game adaptations in recent years, with many fans complaining that far too much time was spent in the real world instead of the historic simulation known as the Animus. But there is one moment above all others that the director ripped quite brilliantly out of the video games, and that is the leap of faith. There's no single moment in the Assassin's Creed games more iconic than when the player executes a swan dive from a towering structure and lands unscathed in a pile of hay below. So of course, course, fans would have been left fuming if the acrobatic maneuver had been left out of the movie. But worry not, as Michael Fassbender's parkour-infused escape from the Inquisition does indeed lead to this outstanding feat. Now, we sadly don't get to see him land in a bale of hay, but this brief moment nevertheless felt like it was torn straight out of the games, and that was utter chef kiss. Number seven, Objection Ace Attorney: The Movie. Now, don't feel too bad if you didn't even know that there was a movie based on the hugely popular Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney video games. But yes, there is indeed, and it was one of three movies directed by infamously prolific filmmaker Takashi Miike in 2012. But because it was shot in Japanese, it predictably failed to muster much interest with English-speaking gamers. Now, the film received praise for capturing the goofy legal drama vibe of the games, despite its brutal 134-minute run time. But the single moment where the director outdoes themselves? Well, of course, you know it. Because even people who've not even played the Phoenix Wright games will know the iconic OBJECTION speech bubble which appears whenever characters wish to object during legal proceedings. And to be honest, the team would have been hung out to dry if they didn't include it here. And so during one of the film's courtroom scenes, Wright staunchly objects to a detective witness by shouting OBJECTION and pointing his finger, just like in the video games. Though there sadly isn't a speech bubble to accompany him, the hilariously dramatic music mostly makes up for it. Number 6. Scorpion versus Johnny Cage – Mortal Kombat 1995 Paul W.S. Anderson's 1995 Mortal Kombat movie may be goofy as all hell and unavoidably constrained by a PG-13 content rating, but it's still the first major video game movie to really actually get the source material and deliver it in a stylistically faithful interpretation. It's so full of entertainingly ridiculous sequences, but the high point is surely the dynamic, visually creative battle between Johnny Cage and Scorpion. Scorpion. The fight begins in a vast wooded area as Scorpion attempts in vain to kill Johnny with his spear. As Johnny goes on the offensive, the fight shifts inexplicably to another realm entirely, as the pair battle one another on a series of rickety wooden platforms. Now, the CGI may have aged like pure milk, and things get pretty silly near the end, but the production design is absolutely timeless, and overall it's one of the most visually impressive fight sequences that you'll find in any video game movie. Number 5. Gul'dan creates a portal to Azeroth. Warcraft. Duncan Jones' is, 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 is Warcraft is one of the more frustrating video game movies ever made. On the one hand, it captures the aesthetics of Azeroth perfectly, but on the other hand, the script is about, well, 90% exposition, and the performances are a wildly mixed bag, and the human actors don't even quite mesh properly with their digital environments. And to top it all off, it gets its best scene out of the way in the first 10 bloody minutes. And the scene in question shows the villainous orc Warlock uniting the Horde and creating a portal to Azeroth, where he crosses paths with a renegade orc, Durotan, and his pregnant mate, Draka By pushing the human actors to the periphery and focusing instead on both the lush digital environments and incredible performance capture elements, this is the most visually stunning sequence in the entire film. It conveys the vibrant, otherworldly aesthetic of Warcraft in an exciting and memorable way. It's just a shame that the rest of the movie has to follow it then. Number 4. The Executioner Fight. Resident Evil Afterlife. Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil films have, well, be widely criticised by fans for failing to accurately adapt the source material, with him instead picking and choosing whichever elements of the IP he wanted to include in his movie franchise. And though the best scene in the entire series has nothing to do with the films whatsoever, which is the iconic laser hallway scene from the first film, the otherwise laughable fourth film, Afterlife, features one surprisingly brilliant action sequence. The scene in question sees Alice and Claire Redfield facing off against the iconic executioner enemy which first appeared in Resident Evil 5. Now, to be clear, it's a fundamentally ridiculous sequence, and it's set to absurd techno music and quite frankly has egregious amounts of slow motion, but it's also one of the few times that Anderson actually depicted one of the series' enemies with even a vague degree of authenticity. The executioner not only looks like its video game counterpart, but is shown to be insanely strong to boot, while well, that is until Alice blows off its head with a well-placed shotgun blast. Considering the insanely sloppy quality of the Resident Evil sequels, this sequence is actually practically miraculous. Miraculous. Number three: George versus Ralph versus Lizzie Rampage. Now, the Rampage movie had something of an advantage over most other video game adaptations, because the games, well, really didn't have much of a story to begin with. And so, the filmmakers were free to conjure up whatever nonsense they wanted to to facilitate the inevitable battle royale between a trio of gigantic, genetically mutated CGI animals. Now, it may be dumb as a box of rocks, but the Dwayne Johnson starring tentpole certainly delivers all of the big-budget mayhem and massive collateral damage that you'd hope for for a movie based on Midway City destruction. Simulator and the climax sees oversized gorilla pal George taking part in a triple-threat grudge match against his fellow mutated animals Ralph and Lizzie. To call the ensuing fight absolutely batshit would be quite the understatement. It delivers pretty much everything you could possibly want from the setup, with all three animals causing their fair share of human death and destruction while wailing away on each other. Number 2. The First Person Sequence, Doom Another Dwayne Johnson-starring video game movie now, and this time we're going back to 2005's largely forgettable big-budget Doom adaptation. Though Doom's story has never been its selling point with most players, the distinct aesthetic and frankly violent tone were both perfectly suited to the big-screen treatment. Again, though, the film just came and went without making much of a dent, except, that is, for a single scene which alone justifies its existence, and that was the glorious first-person set piece. Late in the film, protagonist John Reaper Grimm is injected with an experimental serum to save his life, which also grants him superhuman abilities to thoroughly waste the monstrous creatures that are roaming through the UAC research facility. The near five-minute sequence takes place entirely from Grimm's own perspective as he shoots his way through infected humans and mutated creatures alike, even eventually battling the iconic pinky enemy from the video games. Though the scene's presentation is undeniably jarring compared to the rest of the movie, it's also the only piece of artful filmmaking in the entire picture and nails the chaotic, pulse-racing vibe of the games brilliantly. Unsurprisingly, the scene was a technical nightmare to pull off, requiring three months of preparation and taking an entire two weeks to shoot. Considering it's the only thing that people remember about this movie, though, it was certainly well worth the effort. And number one Cloud vs. Sephiroth Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Now It's probably fair to say that no live-action film will ever be able to accurately translate the world of Final Fantasy, so it's not terribly surprising that Hollywood hasn't even bothered to try, because all three movies to date have been completely computer-animated. And by far the most popular of the three films is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, a 2005 sequel to the original video game which was widely lauded upon its release for its groundbreaking visual effects, more so than its typically convoluted story, and praise was particularly lavished upon the film's fight scene sequences, namely the final battle between, well, who else, Cloud and his long-standing nemesis Sephiroth, or Sephiroth if you want to be one of those people. The battle enthusiastically translates the epic absurdity of any climactic Final Fantasy boss battle, and especially the thrills that players themselves have felt from fighting and defeating this big bad one-winged angel. It's action-packed and anime as hell, transforming a Final Fantasy boss battle into a glorified cutscene in the best way possible.